Hey everyone, welcome to Dean Bodie Podcast. How's everybody? It is Monday, the 18th, and we are rolling here over here in the Dean Bodie Podcast and shot a nice cool video uh, earlier today on uh, YouTube channel. Remember, Dean Bodie Show. You, we have a YouTube channel over there, and remember, those of you that are just joining in, uh, Bodie is my beautiful four-legged love of my life, Shiba Inu, most fantastic creature ever, <laughs> and uh, she uh, is the po the Bodie part of the Dean Bodie podcast. So um, we did a cool video today of um, man, we were talking about landscapers and garbage men and the the early eight a.m. Loud garbage truck, noisy man. Okay, this guy eight o'clock in the morning. Agish, agish, agish. I mean, seriously, two thousand and twenty, right? Uh, we got Elon Musk making electric car faster than any car on the planet. We're doing all kinds of other stuff. I mean, really, let's go. We got to. We sent somebody to the moon, I don't know, back in the day, right? Uh, <laughs> making million-dollar cars and things like that. Can we get the garbage guy to dial it down a little bit, all right? How about putting some rubber footing on the large metal, huge garbage bin so it doesn't come smashing down multiple times to wake everybody up Get the dogs barking, set the car alarms off. Thanks for coming. All right? How about making one out of some lighter plastic, solid plastic? You know? I don't know. Hemp. What about hemp? Hemp's supposed to be really strong. Make one out of hemp. So when you set the thing down, it's nice and easy. It's nice and easy. And as loud as your truck is, I got news for you. You don't need the backup. Beep, 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 beep. We hear your truck. We hear you coming. All right? If you don't hear that truck engine coming and all that smashing, that whole backup noise is kind of a moot point, don't you think? So we don't need, oh, thanks for slamming the garbage down, right? A gush. Um, thanks for the loud noise of the truck to begin with, a gush. And the beeping noise as you back out, to just to put the icing on the cake. Thanks for showing up. We appreciate you. And some of the garbage goes flying all over the place, etc. We can do better. Okay. You'd think we would at this point in time. The landscapers, uh, I, talk about, I talked about them earlier in the video today. And, you know, the guy that comes around, right, with the edger. The edger that does the little cleanup. Um, with the uh, whatever you call that spinning thing, all right? Or sometimes they use the electric one. Makes a nice little edge on the grass. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It shoots grass all over the sidewalk, all over the place. It flicks the dirt uh, on the edge where the dirt is, by the way. On the edge of the grass is where the dirt is. And he flings it all over the sidewalk, Right? And then the blower guy with the blower that's noisy as the, as the truck guy, he has to come around, blow it away, and let's say the edger guy gets done. And this happens all the time. It rains, it pours, and then we have a storm before the blower guy shows up and cleans it. Well, now we have muddy clippings, 
mud, dirt all over the place. Not good. Me don't likey. Bodhi don't likey. Gets all over your shoes. It gets all over the place. Then we got to do our own cleanup that we shouldn't have to do. So my idea, as I mentioned on the video, worth repeating, the guy that does the edging with his fancy edging tool that makes a total mess has a little blower on the other side of, of his machine where the handle is. The blower's on that side. This way, when Mr. Edgy Guy gets done making a total mess, he can turn his machine around, flick on the blower, and blow it right then and there. Right? Eliminating, well, the other blow guy can keep his job and he can do the larger areas out and about. He thinks he's got to blow the regular road in the streets. Even on a windy day, they're doing this thing. You know? That's almost like when it rains and then you see the sprinklers come on. Seriously? Can we time this? Or maybe the weatherman needs to communicate with the sprinkler guy. It's a little bit better. You know, might rain today. Don't need the sprinklers on. Talk about a waste of water. Making a mess, wasting water, making some noise. All of that needs to be fixed. <laughs> so that's what's going on over here. These are some of the things I think about and I notice. We can all share. Most likely all of us have this in common. And I wanted to talk uh, about, too, um, you know, going back to some stories as we do here in the Dean Bodie podcast. And Big Bertha and the day that Mr. Brown fell asleep in class. Big Bertha was an amazing game. This is going back to elementary school. We're going back to the 70s. And Big Bertha was this huge rubber ball, like a monster huge ball. I can't even tell you how big, like so big. Um, how can I explain how big this ball was where you would have to the game was to take this huge rubber ball. It was pretty light where you can have to kind of push it with your hands and pass it down the field. And the object of the game was just do that. Exactly that. <laughs> Try to hit that thing, push it down the end of the field all the way onto the other end, like in the end zone, I guess you could say, like, like a football field, and then you would score. What a project this thing was. This monster, think about the largest um, beach ball you can think of, right? And times that by, I don't know, I'm going to say times that large beach ball by about 10, that's how big Big Bertha was. And this monster ball, you'd have to just kind of hit it and push it down. And one team on one side, one on the other. Not really complicated rules. Just whoever gets it down, gets that monster ball down the other side of the field, gets a point. Most points wins. But I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen that anywhere else ever. Shout out to Kenwood Elementary in Miami. Man, and the coach was bringing out some wild games that I have never seen ever again. You know, um, that it was it was way too much fun. And I remember um, back in the day, you know, we had a lot of variety, different things that were fun. Um, not to mention dodgeball, where you get this hard rubber red ball and wing it at each other. Um, one team on one side, one on the other. Yes, it would sting when it whacked you in the head. You know, and you had that medicine ball too, that huge heavy medicine ball that you would just kind of exercise with back and forth. And uh, 
I'm just kind of going on this thinking about the balls we used to use that are not normal. Medicine ball, you know, if you're in the gym and doing some crazy stuff with that thing, yes. But as an elementary school kid, this thing was a monster. And that was a serious, serious workout. The thing weighed more than you, pretty much, when we were little like that, you know? And the, uh, the dodgeball was pretty brutal at times. Uh, you know, I remember doing the stickball, too. The stickball was another one. And the stickball was the ball we used to use for, use for dodgeball, now that I think of it. They could, you could use it for both. And we used this long stick as a bat. But when you whack this red rubber ball, I mean, this thing would take off. It would, like, rebound off this big wooden pole like you had as a bat. And you would have to... You know, this was not baseball like you have a glove. You got to get it, bare hands, and you got to hit the person. Or regular baseball rules, like if you, you threw him out at first base and he caught it before the runner got there, that kind of thing, that still applies. Otherwise, you could hit the guy with the ball, and he's out that way also. Way too much fun, man. And uh, But Big Bertha takes the cake. Big Bertha, man, this ball... I. I it was just a monster, monster ball. And uh, it was just something just out of, totally um, out of the ordinary that, that takes me back, man. And uh, what a great time all that was, you know. And uh, I have a story about um, Mr. Brown who fell asleep in class, okay. We are going back to, this must, this is like fifth grade, okay. And before I get into... Uh, I don't know, we were watching some movie or some kind of educational, officer-friendly, whatever it was, as they rolled in the TV as they did back in the day and put in the tape, and there it was. And Mr. Brown, the teacher, just passed out. <laughs> he passed out big time on his chair, out like a light. And if you, rem if you remember these things, most of, most of you will, um, these little snap and pops. They're not firecrackers, but they're little white, little snap and pops you get. They come in a little box, and when you throw them and hit the ground, they make a popping noise. Pretty loud enough. It's pretty loud. Or if you took a few of them and you threw them up in the air, and three of them would hit the ground at different times, it would be like pow, pow, pow. And, uh, but you could throw them all over the place, man. And we used to not only throw them at each other, <laughs> but um, cause a lot of trouble with these things. And yes, just like the marbles and the cinnamon toothpicks that I brought up on the previous episode, these got taken away also. But we push it until they get taken away. That's kind of the way we did it back then. But Mr. Brown, he fell asleep. And when the video was finished... The lights came on, and everybody looked over. Mr. Brown was there sleeping behind his desk, sitting up sleeping behind his desk. And everybody looked at each other like, be quiet. Don't wake him up, right? And some of us had little snapping pops with us. So we threw them at the chalkboard right by where he was sleeping. <laughs> and, he, and he still didn't wake up. After the first time, second time he woke up angry at everybody who did that, who threw that. Nobody told on anybody, I remember. But it was one of those moments, man, just troublemaker kids. But also when you're a teacher, you don't fall asleep in class. 
All right, we let you know that you don't fall asleep in class without some type of, let's call it a punishment from the students. But I do think that not only did he yell, but I think everybody got the assignment. Since nobody told on anybody, we got the assignment. I will not throw snap and pops in class. And you have to write these things out over and over again like a thousand times. Until you're done, you're not going home. That's how it was. Okay? So... That's the story about Big Bertha and uh, the story about Mr. Brown fell asleep in class. Um, and, uh, you know, Mr. Brown took a, a little bit too much punishment, I think, at times. And I remember also when we were inside um, this little pod, we had there was like four classes in this one little pod area that they built. And it would be separated by these like, um, you know, uh, accordion doors. I remember one time Mr. Brown... Um, I remember on the previous episode, I talked about Carlos, who was like really great at marbles and was taking everybody's marbles because he would always win. Well, he was the class kind of character. And uh, so funny, Mr. Brown goes to the restroom. And while he goes all the way to the restroom, Carlos decides he's going to go in there and turn the light switch off and then run back to the seat. <laughs> so. So he turns the light switch on while he's in there going to the restroom, and he can't see what he's doing, obviously. So Carlos comes back with this face. He runs back, sits down, and Mr. Brown comes back. Who did that? What's going on? Got the whole speech again, yelling at everybody, and uh, nobody told on Carlos, all right? Because we enjoyed his, his antics way too much uh, to tell on him, and we were pretty cool about that, amazingly so. Unless you just got outright caught, then you were done. But we kind of like looked out for one another. And then again, he gave us another writing assignment. Uh, I don't know. My, it was probably I will never get out of my seat and flip the switch or whatever 1,000 times. Or you don't get to go home until you turn it in. <laughs> so um, Mr. Brown, uh, he took it. He took it. But you don't fall asleep in class. And you got to watch out for Carlos, man, because he's always around, ready for the next little little situation to get his uh to get it to get his uh his fun time in you know and uh so thanks for tuning in to the dean Bodie podcast remember dean Bodie podcast wherever you get podcasts on apple google spotify dean Bodie show youtube channel and don't forget subscribe click the like and uh be part of the dean Bodie community and uh, what's up Bode? yeah i did yeah, I told him. I told him about the garbage man already. Okay, Bodie was just reminding me. Did you tell him about the garbage man? Like you said, you were gonna. She keeps an eye on things here. She's just the producer and the director, and uh, you know, make sure I'm on track. But listen, have a great day, Dean Bodie Show, and remember, dan a dan dan a dan a dan. It's a Dean and Bodie Show. Have a great one, everyone. Bye now.